Mobile Rolling, presented by Garrard's Horse and Hound, making shopping easier with their online store. The same extensive catalogue, the same keen prices, online or over the phone. 1-800-060-896 or visit horseandhound.com.au. Chris Barsby's been to it a few times this week, but the flashing red certainly the highlight in uh, Queensland racing over the weekend. And Chris Barsby is joining us. How are you, Chris? I'm well, Steve. Good morning to you. Good morning, everyone. And Jared uh, Daffy is with us as well. Morning, Steve. Morning, Chris. Morning, Jared. Hey, uh, these futures markets are going to be changing over the next couple of weeks with these features starting to take shape. We've got the flashing red tomorrow night, Steve. Just importantly to point out, between mm. races, or I think before the meeting starts today, Spirit of St. Louis trialling today at Albion Park. So uh, that's all important for those features like the Blacks of Fake and, and the Sunshine Sprint because he's probably the number one seed for those features right now. So he's going to have a little workout before the meeting gets underway this afternoon. Mm, if there's a rating system, he'd have to be at the top, wouldn't he, in harness racing in this country, in Australia anyway, at the moment, given yeah, what he's done. no question. No question. King of Swing was clearly number one, but now that we know that he's retired, I think Spirit of St. Louis on what he's shown so far this year alone, his form is remarkable. So... He, he's number one right now. Just on the Blacks of Fake, guys, uh, he is the $3.50 favourite, so it'll be interesting to see how he does trial today, Chris. And the other piece of news, I don't know whether you've mentioned this or you probably have, but uh, AG's White Sox looks like it might well be the only Kiwi coming across, Chris, and he's a $14 chance. Yeah, that's exactly right. Uh, I'm still hopeful that we can get Simply Sam over for the derby. Ray Green, we spoke with him a couple of weeks ago, and uh, right. he said that, you know, he's a chance of coming over, but he's got to have another start. And yeah, he was beaten the, the week leading into that uh, interview, and uh, he's likely to have another start. But maybe there might just be a possibility he could make his way across. But you're right, as it stands right now, AG's White Sox has landed on Australian soil. He's linking up with the McCarthy, so he, he probably is right now the only Kiwi represented. It, it's a bit disappointing, but I think just with the change in calendar season in New Zealand... Uh, yeah. They've really uh, adapted to that quickly and they've changed their way of thinking. They're coming off a really hard autumn and uh, they think it's the best time to freshen their horses up during this uh, cooler period over there and get them ready for the New Zealand Cup time coming up in the spring. And the other one that zoomed right into the market, um, I think it's had one run back, Jillaby Kung Fu. You could have got $51 yeah. uh, for it. It's now $9, so it's third favourite. Mm. And, and again, another runner from the McCarthy's. He was also winning first up last week. They couldn't have found a better race. No question about that. But, yep. you know, to go up, perform like he did, fresh up in two and a half years, that's some sort of effort. And he's rated fast time. So looking forward to seeing all of these horses clash. Let's talk about the flashing red tomorrow night, Jared. Big field here, 15 runners, which includes an emergency, stand-start conditions. Let's catch me if you can, 151. Got to shop early, the emergency also at that same price. Mr. Freeze, 51, filling for a rainbow, 101. Make Mine Memphis, 850. It's Mr. Clooney, 101. The Mustang, 650. Northview Hustler, $13. LL Cool J, 9. Black Sedans, 550. Colt, 3121. Deus Ex, 17. Aphorism, 41. Turn It Up, 460. And Max Shard is the favourite at $3. New track record he established last week under these conditions. Can he do it again, Jared? He was enormous, wasn't he? Now he's off the 20 metre mark, as we know. He opened at three dollars. He hasn't really moved. Uh, turned it up, 4.28 to 4.60. The one that has been backed is uh, Black's a Dance, Chris. It was 8.50 in the opening market. It's into 5.50. But as is normally the case with these standing starts, 
Uh, most of them have attracted some sort of support. It's been a pretty stable market, really, apart from that one that's come in, number 10, Black Sedan, it's 850 into 550. Okay, so good support there for Black Sedan. Sectionally, he was huge last week chasing home Max Shard. So that promises to be a very important race, in particular with the Reckliff Cup fast approaching as well. That race worth $100,000 now. So it's going to be a high-quality race like that race is tomorrow night, named in honour of the dual New Zealand Cup champion. Let's shoot down to Menangle tomorrow night, Jared. Uh, we've got the feature coming through as race six, the JD Watts Memorial. This is a Group 3 event. Cruise Bromac fresh up, 250. Favourite just over Elta Orlando, 280. Crew, uh, Zeus Bromac, I should say, 420. And then we're at 408. He's at $9.50. Where's the money going here? Easily uh, with Cruz Bromax, so it looks like he's expected to win first up 290 to 250. Elta Orlando's been around about that $2.80 mark. Uh, Zeus Bromac, 398 to 420. Just looking if there's any of these roughies have had any specking, and no, they're not. So. The, the three that hold sway in the market there are the three that I mentioned, but clearly Cruz Bromac, the punters, are with there. Okay, Cruz Bromac and Zeus Bromac, both expected to be in Brisbane for those open-class features next month. Melton tomorrow night, a couple of features there. We'll go straight to race eight, the Lennon Trotters free-for-all, and this features Majestuoso. He's the favourite at 175. He's fresh up. Alderman stride 310. 850 about Chizzy, and then we're going out to double-figure odds. So... Majestuoso, who's another one bound for Queensland at dollar seventy-five. Well, they certainly haven't missed here. He opened at two ninety. Ultimate stride was two fifteen. Two ninety, two twenty, two dollars, dollar ninety. Now a dollar seventy-five. Majestuoso. So he's been that way for twenty-four hours, but the damage has been done at the bigger odds. Ultimate stride two fifteen out to three ten. A sprinkling of interest, but most of it each way on Chizzy. Uh, 15 into 8.50, and we can't really give the rest away. Sundon's Courage, 7 out to 13. Uh, nephew of Sunoco, the, the same move, but, uh, uh, yeah, Majestuoso, probably the best back, well, it is, the best back favourite anywhere in these early markets uh, for the weekend. OK, we did speak with Andy Gaff earlier in the week. He was set down to trial, but he pulled him out of that trial, going straight to the races here tomorrow night. Uh, Alderman stride chasing three in a row. He was a boom juvenile, and Chizzy, I think she's only been beaten once when she's led. So that should be a good race, race number eight tomorrow night. Uh, the Sapling Stakes is race number three, proudly sponsored by Tab, and there's uh, a few in the market here. Uh, Elysian J230... Kiang Blue Jeans, 280. They're both from the Emma Stewart stable. 350 Aureus and 750 Snow Hunter. So can you give us a lead in the two-year-old? Well, I think the early money has given us a rather large lead here. Now, when the market first went up, Chris, Kiang Blue Jeans was 230 and Elysian J was 320. Uh, the other one on the market there, uh, Aureus, was $3. $2.30 favourite now, Elysian J, the first starter. So... Uh, the signs are there that it can, uh, it can obviously win as a result of that. Keyang Blue Jeans out to 280 and Aureus out to 350. And there hasn't been a terrible lot of interest in either of those, even though their price is more than doubled to what they were. So, Alicia and Jay, uh, the, the, the money says it'll be very hard to beat. Yeah, that's a good Porsche first starter, beautifully bred uh, by American Ideal, raced by Ben Start and Emma Wright Stable as well, Emma Stewart, Clayton Tonkin. So that's the Sapling Stakes. Speaking of that stable, they're going to have a short price favourite in the, uh, the Mayor's Championship race, which is race number two, Treachery, $1.25. Uh, 
next best here, we're looking at Enchanted Stride 750, Eva Mateo 10. So it's all about treachery. Is she a, a top-up for multiplayers? Yeah, it looks the winner, doesn't it? And uh, I guess the signs are there already that the 125, that's about what you can expect tomorrow come race time, maybe even a little bit shorter because they haven't backed anything else in that race. It's only field of eight, 750 the second elect there. You're quite right, Chris. A fair amount of money already going through treachery at the 125. Okay, let's build a multi for the weekend, Jared. Where are we going? Well, we will we'll go with Melton first and the two that we just mentioned. Race three, number two, Elysian J, currently at 2.30. Uh, and then race eight, number nine, Majestuoso in the trot, uh, currently 1.75. And we'll throw in at Menangle, Cruz Bromac. So race 10, number 10, Cruz Bromac, currently at 2.50. All right, Steve, can you add anything to the multi? Oh, well, I like Aravine in the Oaks like many. I just think she's a good price to place, even ninety at the moment, Chris Aravine. So Eagle Farm, race 9, 12, Aravine, one ninety the place. All right, that'll do it. So Elysian J, Majestuoso, they're both at Melton, Cruz Bromac at Menangle, and uh, Aravine in the Oaks at Eagle Farm tomorrow. Jared, it's a busy time. I uh, really appreciate the time this morning and uh, look forward to the chat again next week because it's yeah. starting to gear up the uh, big carnival here. Yeah, exciting times ahead. Thanks, guys. There's Jared Daffy joining us from Tab. So all of those prices are available right now. Go to the website, tab.com.au, and you'll be able to find all of those prices under the harness racing uh, uh, folder there. And you can even check out the uh, the futures markets as well with those big winter carnival features just around the corner. So a lot to look forward to. This man's excited about what's coming up in the next couple of weeks. Scott Steele, the chief executive of Albion Park. He's jumping in. He's deputising for Kate Butt this weekend, so there's plenty of pressure on. Scott, good morning. Good morning, Chris. Good morning, listeners. The carnival's starting to take shape. Just mentioned earlier, Spirit of St. Louis trialling before the meeting tonight, so uh, I'm sure that's going to draw plenty of attention. Yes, and Jillaby Kung Fu confirmed with Luke McCarthy will trial next Tuesday as well, so uh, the big guns are certainly starting to step out. And uh, Talking with Jason Grimson, he'll be bringing a 10-plus a uh, strong team up uh, to Queensland as well and stabling on course. Okay. He's got the favourite there in the JD Watts tomorrow night in Cruz Bramac, the former New Zealand Cup winner. Where do we find the best bet on this 10-race program, Flashing Red Race Night tomorrow night? Yes, and what a fantastic race the Flashing Red is. Well, Chris, a bit of pressure here because uh, 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 Kate Butt's been uh, tipping them pretty well, so we're going to go with Race 8, number 4, Soho Rapsley was fantastic last week. Sessionals were terrific behind the boys. Danger zone. Slick last half. Nathan Dawson takes the drive this week for Ricky Elchin. Uh, it's our best of the night. Race 8, number 4, Soho Rhapsody. OK, big circle around that, Philly. And just on her, and, and looking ahead with the Oaks features just around the corner, we saw Covergirl on Tuesday. Uh, Nathan Purden has confirmed that Amore Vita is heading this way. Right now, who would be the number one seed for the Oaks, in your opinion? Oh, Chris, he was that uh, that is putting me on the uh, on the spot. Um, uh, yeah, no, look, look, I, I won't say just yet, Chris, because I haven't got their final feel. I'd probably leave it up to your expert opinion. Who do you think is the best one coming so far? Uh, I'll be leaning towards a more Vita right now. Mm, right yeah, now. and 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 of course we know how good a carnival Nathan Purden had last year up here. So yeah. no wonder he's making the trip south. Yeah, absolutely. The other question I wanted to pose to you this morning, just looking ahead to our features, I'm really confident here that we can claim the derby. I think that the Queensland derby will be 
remaining in the state. I think I think we've got probably the best uh, group of three-year-olds we've had for a long time. Do you share my enthusiasm, or do you think one of these interstate or Kiwi Raiders could uh, pillage our uh, great prize money on offer? I have no doubt at all, Chris, that we will hold our own. Um, I certainly will be in the Queensland camp, and realistically, I think we can, like you, win the derby um, between uh, Speak the Truth, Leap to Fame, Danger Zone, um, oh, look, I'm with you in that category. We have got uh, class three-year-olds this year. So, um, yeah, I think we can definitely win. Obviously, it'll come down to the draw uh, and as to what horses that um, Emma Stewart and bring up. But, uh, yeah, no, this is our best best chance for a long time, I believe, Chris. Yeah, absolutely, no doubt about that. So we look forward to the derby and the, all of those lead-up features in the weeks to come. Is there any other news that you wanted to push this morning? Oh, just that uh, tickets are now on sale for the Winter Carnival, Chris, so get in fast. I think our marquee sold out three of the four nights already, so uh, space will be at a premium. We're going to have a fantastic carnival, so get in early, go to the Creek website or get in contact with uh, Kate here at the club and uh, book your tickets early so you don't miss out any of the enjoyment. Excellent stuff. Scott, really appreciate the time. We'll see you trackside. Look forward to it, Chris. Good calling. There's Scott Steele joining us, the Chief Executive of the Albion Park Harness Racing Club. And our next guest is about to join us now. And I'm sure he's got a thought or two about the feature, including the flashing red. He joins us now, Ryan Spice, as he does each and every week. Ryan, good morning. Morning, Chris. How are you, mate? I'm really well. Do you have a thought on that feature, the flashing red? Absolutely. It looks like it's going to be an, a cracking race again. If any of last week's discretionary handicap is anything to go by, they were spread eight deep across the track with a less than a length covering them. Chris, I'm pretty keen on to play each way, turn it up in the race. Uh, he's just in career best form, this horse. He loves the 2,600-metre event. His career record is 10 starts, five wins and three placings. And at the stand, he's won seven of his eight attempts. So I think at the 460 and $1.90, he's definitely an each-way player. Okay, so turn it up for you there in the flashing red. That will be a race that should generate plenty of pressure and moves. So that being said, where do we find your best bet of the weekend? Chris, for my best, we're going to head to Menangle, race seven. It's going to be a two-bet play. I'm keen here on two horses that are Little Bliss, who's drawn gate one, and Pearl Harbour, who's drawn out in barrier seven. Robbie Morris is taking the steer on Little Bliss. This horse has been going around in the regional state finals and acquitting herself well at big prices. And Pearl Harbour is the class runner of this Phillies and Mare event over the mile. She'll get back and come with Run Run. Um, if you bundle them up together, it comes out to $2.88. Uh, I think they'll give us a great run for our money. Okay, so Little Bliss is drawn gate one. Pearl Harbour's at the opposite end of the draw. She's out in gate 10. So that is race number seven tomorrow night at Menangle, numbers one and 10. Little Bliss and Pearl Harbour. Is there anything else across the weekend that you like? Yeah, Chris, I'm going to sneak one in on the last event on Saturday night at Albion Park. It's a stand start, 2,600-metre event for the Trotters. I really liked the first-up performance of Northern Muscle last week. He had the flashing light on him, I thought. Great resumption. He hit the line hard, and I thought this stand event over the long trip would suit him down to the ground. Uh, we're working without prices, so if they go up anything around $4, he looks a bit for me. Yeah, I'm not surprised you found that horse because he was unlucky last week. He's a, a, a multiple Albion Park winner, and he's proven at the trip. So 
this does look suitable, that race. Race 10, number six, Northern Muscle. And like you said, he, he could easily go off at good value there. Yeah, I think so. I don't think he'll be... Uh, he won't go up as favourite. So um, he's a horse that's performed fantastically well throughout his entire career. He's a bit long on the tooth these days, but he keeps showing up. OK, I asked the question at Scott. I'm going to ask you the same question right now. Who's the number one seed for the Queensland Oaks? Is it Amore Vita? Is it Cover Girl? Or is it Soho Rhapsody? Chris, I think it's clearly Amore Vita. You could argue she's only blotted her copybook once uh, in her career, and that was probably in the New South Wales Oaks final, where she raced a little bit below par. Um, she's clear top seed for me. Okay. Really appreciate the time and thoughts this morning. Enjoy the weekend. We'll touch base again next week. Thanks, Chris. Darren Clayton's with us now, Chris. Darren, good morning. Morning, Chris. Morning, Steve. Flashing red race night tomorrow night, named in honour of this uh, previous star, one of the other uh, the great all-time stars of the modern era, dual New Zealand Cup winner. Who takes this feature named in his honour tomorrow night? Yeah, well, I'm I'm with turning it up, like Ryan mentioned. I think he's in he's in great form at the moment. Uh, I said it previously. I'm really liking that they're driving him with one one cold sit, and uh, that electric speed he has is really um, really showing up. And he's coming into this. His stand start performance is absolutely exceptional. Seven wins from eight appearances from behind the tapes. He's got the 20 meter mark, but. Uh, if he can get the right car into the race... Well, and, she's and one of the leading chances. ...land in front of a few of those in the run, well, then, uh, from the 20 metres, with, because he's so safely away, I think it really shapes really well for him. So I'm, I'm right with turning up. But Max Shard will certainly be in it again. Um, the other one that I'm just sort of looking at, at a, a place option to play is Mr Freeze, number three. Had no luck at all last week. He was a bit uh, a bit slowly away, which is uh, it was only his third start from the tapes. His first two goes, he was safely away, um, and then just got held up a little bit in the straight. He was he certainly had more to offer than what he was able to to display. Just got caught in behind runners. I think he can get across the one in the early stages. If he can get first to the pegs, well, that puts him in in a perfect spot in the run. And uh, at the eleven dollars the place at the moment with the tab, that's certainly. Uh, piqued my interest that's for sure okay so finding some value in the flashing red turn it up four sixty a dollar ninety the place and if you want to go place only mr freeze eleven dollars is currently available it's interesting with turn it up he sort of brings a, a different form line into this race because he didn't go around last week where many of these horses competing did start in that race last week so it'll be interesting to see who well, which form line is the stronger yeah, exactly. He did start, uh, his last run was understanding start conditions in, in a midweek event and on that occasion he sat back and then just really rounded them up. His closing sectionals were, were absolutely super sub-55 home from back in the pack. So, um, yeah, it, it is a different form lines. That's, there's, there's a couple others there that uh, didn't go around last week. Feeling for a rainbow, it's Mr Clooney, uh, Northview Hustler. So they'll, um, they'll bring... Um, you know, differing form, form lines there. Probably Northview Hustler is the only one of those three that you would expect to to, to play a, a bigger part in the race, the other one being Deus Ex, of course. Um, so, yeah, it, it certainly shapes as a little bit of a little bit different to last week, but um, all those big players drawn at the back, I, I think this week, the tempo that What's Up Sunshine set last week, it probably doesn't look as much tempo 
this time around. So there might be a few more early moves this week and, and a few cat and mouse tactics as they try to get, get themselves a position. Yeah, it's going to be a great race. It will be a great spectacle as well. A big field stand start conditions. There's two other races that I wanted to uh, query you about because I find them fascinating uh, tomorrow night. Race three, Manila Playboy. He's one of the best four-year-olds here in the state. He's two for two this campaign, aiming towards these features in the coming weeks. We spoke with uh, Shane Fraser yesterday. He's got that feature at Redcliffe, the patron's purse, and then he's obviously got the, uh, the Queensland Sun and then hopefully the Rising Sun. Can he overcome gate seven here, stepping up in grade? I think he can, Chris. I have marked him on top. I thought the two main dangers have drawn probably the, the strangest. you got Manila Playboy in seven, and then you got Captain Crusader in eight. So um, for mine, they're the two main picks. Which is the, the better gate out of those two for those two? It probably doesn't suit, if anything, it, it probably suits Manila Playboy a little bit better in that he can just drift back and... Uh, we've seen him in his two runs back this campaign. He's absolutely savage the line. He's run home sub-55 on both occasions, and both in races where there was, um, you know, maybe not entitled to finish off the way he did, and uh, he's just really, really exploded to the line in both those runs. So if, if Angus can find a position, uh, you know, relatively cheaply from gate seven, uh, I think he just powers over the top again. Captain Crusader, obviously, um, he's... at at first call, he's probably three back to pegs, but probably at that stage they look to get off because I don't think he can uh, um, be a chance in the race by staying on the peg line. And uh, his trial on Tuesday was really sharp, so um, he gets off the pegs. And the other one to consider in that race, of course, too, is Scarlet Babe. Now with Shane Graham back from a Sydney campaign, she was absolutely flying when she was in Queensland last time and, and has a, a pretty handy trial under her belt. So don't discount her chances either but uh yeah i've got manila playboy on top i think he can um with what i've seen so far in his two runs back just his closing speed i think he can um repeat that again yeah it's a good race race number three and the other race that i think is uh high quality is that first race you can make cases for most if not all in that race that, that's a hard race to assess yeah it certainly is um I'm sticking with Hemsworth on top there. Um, he was good to us last week. Um, just that one closing spurt that he had last week, again, he really attacked the line. That was that was a really strong finish from Hemsworth. And that's, I think, um, you know, that's two weeks in a row. He had to share, split the win the week before. It was a dead heat, but he came from back in the pack on that occasion. Um, I think the save for one run is really working. Should be good tempo generated here with Juddy Douglas rolling to the front. Artillery probably looks to get forward, I thought, and uh, Hemsworth just sort of float across and tuck in behind there somewhere. Um, I think he can power over the top of them again, but Artillery is certainly an interesting runner. The, from the McCarthy stable, we know how strong they are, and if you look at his form, a a really good win two starts ago and then in good time and then last start behind the very impressive Beyond Delight. So that was in the APG final at Menangle. So he certainly brings the right type of form to, to be a, a big player. And Pelosi, she's been brilliant in her last two starts, again running really quick sectionals in the closing stages. But uh, she's had to settle for second on both occasions, one of those to Manila Playboy. Yeah, it's a really good race to start the program over the mile as well. So you would expect fast time. Where do we find the Darren Clayton special tomorrow night? Uh, I thought 
Well, I'm very keen on Hemsworth in race one, Chris, so you can mark it down as a as one of them. But the other one that I'm keen on is in race seven, and it's horse number one, Nick's pick. He's been beaten his last three, been beaten a half neck each time, same margin three times in a row. He draws to get a little bit close this time around. I thought class to the max gets it, uh, leads the race, gets him to the passing lane, and then just being that little bit closer, he can make that closing shot a winning one. So race seven, number one, Nick's pick. Okay, we've got Dubbo race two in three minutes. Uh, the quaddy is a difficult challenge tomorrow night because the flashing red is one of those legs that starts the treble being race six. Give me some numbers for the quaddy tomorrow night. So the first leg I've got with the band on top, number seven. I think she might just find this a little bit easier. And back to Mayor's company, even though um, she's cops the, the, the stiff gate again, gate seven, the Third time in the last four starts. Baker Creek, number four, will certainly be thereabouts, as will number one, Rani, in great form, looking for a hat trick, and we'll throw in number two, Bonnie Sorok, and she was uh, a little bit unlucky last week. Uh, in the second leg, race six, I could mention there, I've got Turn It Up on top, number 14. Uh, Max Shard, got to have him in there, number 15. I thought LL Cool J could be... Um, in the mix, he certainly was good there last week when runner-up. Um, also include the other runner there being number three, Mr. Freeze, and throw in Blacks a Dance as well. I think you need to play that one pretty wide. The third leg, race seven, um, like I mentioned, I thought Nick's pick is a really good thing there from gate one. Um, we'll throw in class to the max number two as the insurance. If uh, there's no pressure in the run, certainly gives him an opportunity, but keen on the one. So one and two in that third leg. And then in the final leg, um, I thought this was a race in two. I thought Soho Rhapsody from gate four. Um, she was sectionally super last week against the boys in that three-year-old race. Gets back to uh, Mayor's company here, albeit stepping up against the older Mayor's, but I thought she'd be too hard to beat. Uh, if there's a danger, number 10, Sporty Dancer, another that will appreciate getting back to Mayor's grade. Just didn't have the, the speed when angled back to the passing lane last week, but not Playboy swept over the top. So numbers 4 and 10 to finish it off. OK, repeating the numbers, 1, 2, 4, 7, first leg, second leg, 3, 9, 10, 14, 15, then 1 and 2, 4 and 10. $80 for 100% of the dividend? That's what I've got. Right, uh, and the uh, the dashboard, the, the weekly dashboard on the Racing Queensland website, that's up and available right now? That's live, and uh, we've got that best bet there. Um, turn it up. The other one, a um, bit of a write-up about him. Trying to follow tomorrow night. Nathan Dawson comes up with near, near a full book and some serious uh, power there. He's got Captain Crusader, uh, regular Soho Rhapsody. He's picked up the drive on. Katarcha Man, Garland Green in the last... And LL Cool J, he reunites with him in the flashing red. He's had seven previous drives on LL Cool J for five wins. So um, certainly got the stats on his side there. Yeah, well, make sure you check out the dashboard. Darren Clayton provides it each and every week available on the Racing Queensland website. Darren, as per normal, really appreciate the time this morning. Good luck across the weekend. Look forward to chatting again next week. Yeah, sounds good. Thanks, Chris.